Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Gina's Groove Theory. Nice to have you join in. Tonight's topic is Black People Sentiment, the stereotypical views of America. Behind the scenes, many people have an ideology of Black people, being the only race that has no place in business of their own, in the workplace, and as well in society, to be stigmatized as the lowest people in this country. Tonight, we will take a closer, in-depth look at one Caucasian man's letter depicting and generalizing all Blacks as reasoning for our misfortunes. The statement that not all blacks are criminals and all whites are racist brings to the account of the reality. What they think, but not what they say, is the truth in their assumptions. This is Jaina from the Group Theory, welcoming you, joining in. A friend of mine sent me a, a letter, and I'm going to share this letter with you. Is, uh, you know, we had 30 minutes uh, a night. And uh, with my reading, we should be, let's see what we do. A white man said, black people are still our slaves. We can continue to reap profits from them without the effort of physical slavery. Their ignorance is the primary weapon of containment. A great man once said, the best way to hide something from black people is to put it in a book. They have the opportunity to read any book on any subject through the efforts of their fight for freedom, yet they refuse to read. Few read consistently, if at all. Read is another weapon of containment. Last year, blacks spent $10 million during Christmas out of their $450 billion in total yearly income. That's 2.22%. We can use them as our target market for any business venture we care to dream up then they will buy into it. They're functioned totally by greed, disrespecting their own friends and families. They continually want more and hardly save. They'd rather buy new sneakers, name brand shoes, nails, and hair rather than invest in a business or a home. Some neglect their children to have the latest Michael Jordans or Michael Core. Plus, they still think that having a Mercedes gives them status. They're fools. A vast majority of them are still in poverty because of their greed holding them back from making better communities. Wow. With the help of BET and the rest of our black media that often show destructive images into their own homes, we will continue to see the huge profits like those of Tommy and Nike. Hilfiger has even jeered them saying he doesn't want their money, and to look at how the fools spend more with him than ever before. I'm going to let you guys know, anybody that wants to join in, just press 1. They continue to show off to each other while other white communities improve the profits from our businesses that we market to them. Selfishness is one of the major ways the 
3% of the world continue to contain them. These are segments of their culture that has been achieved some form of success, but they didn't read that in the talented 10% was responsible to aid the non-talented 90% in achieving a better life. Instead, that segment has created another class that looks down on their people or aids them in condescending manner. Their selfishness does not allow them to be able to work together on any project or substance. When they do get together, their egos get in the way of their goals. The so-called help organizations seem to only want to promote their name without making any real change in their community. They are content to sit in conferences and conventions in our hotels and talk about what they will do while the award plaques to the best speaker, not the best doer. They refuse to see that together each achieves more. And let me quote this. He spelled it out, team. They refuse to see that together each achieves more, team. They don't understand that they are no better than each of each other because of what they own. As a matter of fact, most of them are but one or two pay checks away from poverty. Mm-hmm. All of which is under the control of our pens and our offices and in our rooms. Yes, we will continue to contain them as long as they refuse to read, continue to buy anything that they want, and keep thinking that they are helping their communities by paying dues to organizations which do little other than hold conventions in our hotels. By the way, don't worry about any of them reading this. They don't read. Prove them wrong. I was told to pass this on after reading must raise up the post-traumatic slavery disorder. For you guys joining in, that was a very harsh letter that this white individual wrote. And as sad as it may seem, and as much as I would like to say he's a lying sack of shit, well, to a certain extent, he is a lying sack of shit because, see, Generally, it all depends on, I guess, where you're brought up, where you come from. You know, all of my friends and family, they don't partake in all these things that they say. But also, too, I used to work a corporate job. I had friends that worked corporate jobs. I talk to you guys every night about how we need to build our own. This is not the Black Panther Party. This is not uh, anti-white folk. This is none of that. This has nothing, absolutely, absolutely nothing to do with any other race except for black people. And reason why, as I spoke to my best friend who just left a little while ago to go home and turn tune in, this is a movement that has never been done. Every movement that we did have, let's say Black Panther Party, Black Wall Street, they have denied us mostly everything because, and once again, I'm not blaming anybody. What I am doing is taking an active, an active part in bringing you the truth as it is, as it's documented. I can't be mad at this white man for saying the things that he said because some of the things that he said, he's really real. Yes, we spend money on their, their things. 
Yes, we have conventions and and uh, organizations that we put a lot of money into that don't put any money back into the black community. There is no black community, really. And it hurts me to know some black people who are out. I posted earlier today about Wendy Williams and the uh, Roland Martin uh, conflict. And one of my dear friends said to me, he said, that's what, that's what I'm talking about, that bickering amongst each other. Yeah, it was kind of a bad, tasteless uh, morning on TV One, I would imagine. But I, I, can, I can sympathize with Mr. Martin's idea about Wendy Williams. I, I, I like her. I have no problems with her. I have no problems with anybody in mainstream Hollywood. It's, they worked hard to get it. That's where they are. But needless to say, they need, even if they never ever saw poverty or poor, or they never had to deal with those things, sometimes that they do. My best friend said to me, she said, you know what? We're, we're forming a movement. We're, we're already on it. We're covering every base. I got a couple of calls today with, with others who want to join in this black movement. This is not a everybody movement. Because, see, and for you out there, and I've kind of expressed this very seriously, that if you're on my Facebook page or any of my social media networks and you don't like what I'm saying when I'm telling black people we need to rise up, not rise up against you, rise up together. Because all those stereotypes that we're angry, black women are angry, black men are lazy, everybody's lazy, it's not true. It's not true in any context. It's not. I know all of my friends are nothing like that. So if I have 50 friends that I know personally and they're not like that, well, that means that everybody is not lazy and everybody doesn't want to fund the white movement. Well, we have been ignorance and no knowledge of things, so kind of let it. I'm, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of sitting on my ass many years ago and judging my black people too and saying, you know, because I was brought up like that. You know, we were told, hey, you know, black folks, you know, don't spend no money, with all that extra shit. And, you know, even though they're in heaven now, I say to them, I hope they understand that the movement that I started is a movement that's a godly movement, for one. Because everybody that lives in this country should have that opportunity to be able to work a job, whatever the case may be, be without being stereotyped or harassed or intimidated or made to feel less than. And when someone tells you, like the white man said in a statement, let's say, what did he say? He said, black people are still our slaves. And you probably sit on your ass and say, well, I ain't no slave. Because I was saying the same thing, I ain't no slave. But if you're not working for yourself, and I mean solely working for yourself and for your community and the people in it, you are a slave. If you're not owning the company in which that you go to work every day, then you are a slave. If you don't own the hospital in which that you go in to receive treatment, you're a slave. If the government is not named after Regina, then I am a slave. Okay? Let's get this real. Even I. I'm guilty of being a slave. Hello. I ain't mad no more. I used to say, I ain't no slave. My nanny used to say before she died in 2000, she said, yeah, one of these days, y'all going to be back picking cotton. And I used to get so pissed at her. I ain't going out there picking up shit. I ain't picking shit. For one, I need some suntan lotion. <laughs> On the lighter side. 
For two, I didn't go to private school my life. I didn't go to private school all my life, and everybody in my family went to private school for me to be picking a goddamn cotton. That ain't really, that ain't going to happen, and that's what I was saying. But when someone puts you on the plantation and you don't even know that you're out there, <laughs> that's a cold thing. So that's why I'm here. I'm here to talk into you, to show you, basically, this is what people think about you. And you can say, well, they're not talking about me. Beyonce can say they ain't talking about me, but they're talking about you. And where that is evident, let's say, let's take Beyonce for, you know, instance. I love her to death, and I know she's done a lot for black people. She has. She built a project right there in Texas for $7 million. So she does do what she can, where she can, and it's her money to do the fuck she wants. But let's start with her. A couple of years back at the uh, Super Bowl, she came out and she did the opening of the Super Bowl and with the gold and the black, and she represented the BPP, and everybody got mad. See, in a country where you can't speak your mind and say, well, this is what I want to support without a backlash. And, you know, white people, they were mad at her. The police didn't even want to, they were talking about not even protecting her when she came to New York. This is real shit. Now, Beyonce got enough money to buy your ass. But the bottom line is she ain't got enough money to buy a new skin color or a new reputation for being black. You're guilty by association. We're all guilty. If you are, your skin is black, you're guilty too. I don't care if you're shitting in high cotton, as Sarah once would say. Sarah Peterson, God rest her soul. You could be shitting in high cotton. You could be on top of the world. You could be, you could marry into money. You're still not going to get that respect. There was a white man that was telling a story about another white man who came from, he came from, oh, anyone that I do see a new caller calling in, if you'd like to join in, just press 1. If you're online, you there should be a button that you can push to talk. Please feel free. There was a man who also spoke of black people. And, oh, let's see. I do have a call. Let's take a look and see who it is. Let's say hello. Hello, you're on with Trina. Hello. Hi, how are Hi. you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed and impressed. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I have a comment that I would like to make. Okay. And um, right. I don't know how this comment is going to be received, but I will tell you this. I'm an avid reader of history, <laughs> and I've been mm-hmm. reading hard-to-get books. That's kind of like my hobby me and a couple of my friends. And so let me tell you the summation that I have come to regarding why this stereotypical bag has been heaped on our heads. I believe firmly, and nobody can change my mind about this, that we as a people do not understand that our heroes are appointed for us. When you see people Mm. in the limelight, when you see these celebrities, the politicians, the organizers who are quote-unquote front and center, 98% of them are appointed for us. We think that they just came up grassroots. You know, they just trained in the music business. But you can't Mm. be 
with these big labels. And excuse my expression, ma'am, excuse my expression for what I'm about to say, but I got to go in here. You cannot be on a major label if you don't lick asses. So so these people that we think are out here for us, they are not. They are for themselves. And when we learn Mm -hmm. that you do not need a hero to pursue your dreams or to get people in your family together, in your communities together. You just need to do what needs to be done. You don't need to get on social media talking about we're doing this over here. Just do it. Just do it. Because when we look at these people, as we often do, in the, you know, we look at them in such glowing ways, you know what I'm saying? But they Mm -hmm. have an agenda. And their agenda is to get whatever they can get. But the people who control them, their agenda is to keep us rooted in the same old degradation with the same old um, titles that they have heaped upon us, you know, loud and angry, violent and so forth. We have got to Mm -hmm. take a look at what these people are doing. They get out there and they do the most preposterous shit. And then we're saying, I'm going to give you an example. Real quick, like go right ahead. And no, no, go right ahead. A lot of people, a lot of people in my circle, they disagree with me. But I'm gonna tell you this: when we look at the situation with Monique, now Monique okay. is extremely talented, and Monique has the ability to draw crowds. People go to see movies that she starred in because she is in the movie. But where Monique made her mistake at was that. She didn't draw the line as to what she is willing to do and what she will not do for her own self-worth and for her own self-worth, firstly, and secondly, the the self-worth of black women in general. Now, when she did the movie, Precious, first Mm -hmm. of all, that ruined her career. I'm going to say that. She didn't realize that the man... um, that was choreographing everything, the producer, that, that, that gay man, and I don't have anything against gay people, but he could care less about the light, the negative light that will be cast upon black women for that role she played. And if you right. listen to oh, Monique yeah. after that movie, what she said, she said, what, she said after every take, she had to take Gabrielle Sidibe aside and tell her, please know that I didn't mean any of this in my heart. I love you. This is just acting, and I want you to know that my, my spirit is vexed because I am doing this, but I want you to know that I in no way feel this way about you. I love you. And Gabrielle Sidibay had to tell her the same thing. So I'm saying if you mm-hmm. got to do a movie where you have taken on the damn devil as a character, mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing that movie. And she only got $50,000. Now she's wondering why she's mm. blackballed because people see her as that character they do whether we we can say all day long it's a movie is that you know that's not reality yeah. no they see her as that right now and that yeah. other man tyler perry and oprah they don't walked off into the sunset and here monetti here here um monique is can't get a gig as far as movies are concerned she got an academy award and didn't get any accolades for it. And not only that, when the woman did The Help, that movie called The Help, 
they got Oscars mm-hmm. and still they were sitting around twiddling their thumbs because they were playing mm-hmm. what? Maids mm-hmm. to white women. Until these women realize you're going to either do Ooh. this shit or die trying. Come to you asking you to be a damn maid. Don't do it. You, that is, it is as simple as that. Now she's saying, well, if I take, if I take these lowball offers, then what does it say to the young women who are coming along now? You already right. messed over the young people who are coming over now by playing a pedophile, yeah. low-rent, Section 8, aggressive, yeah. right. abusive mother. And then Gabba right. Ray right. stealing chicken and running down the street. Come on now. Right, right. Uh, you know what, sister? I don't even know your name, but I agree with you 100%. Sapphire. You are, you, you are Sapphire. Thank you, Sapphire. I agree with you 100%, simply because you're exactly correct. We have to, what you're saying is point blank the truth. It's saying you have to represent who you are. You can't fall prey to playing stereotypical black movies because, see, everybody's watching. Everybody that goes into that, into that, that theater and they see what you're portraying, I mean, especially, no disrespect to anybody, and I like the way you speak, and you're very, 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 very cool, calm, collected. What you said was, this is what people need to hear. What you said, everything you said, and everybody who's out there listening need to hear what you said, because I, I do. I hear you, and I'm trying to wake them up. What you say, you can call in anytime. Wake us up. I've dedicated this show here lately. I've been doing this for five years. It's my past five years now. And the other shows that I've had were kind of, you know, all, you know, different relationships. But, you know, I have a lot of friends who believe in, you know, pro-black. And, and for years I was like, well, I'm not pro-black. I'm not, I'm not pro, I'm pro-people. I kept saying I was pro-people. Let me, let me tell you my, what I came with. And all the times, you know, I'm trying to get everybody to work together. And then I looked at Malcolm X and I looked at her, what he said. And I, I would get offended when they said, you know, we shouldn't be trying to mix, you know. I mean, because I looked at them like how white people say we should be segregated, right? And so I was like saying, well, you know what? I want to bring everybody in. Well, I have come to terms with myself. And it was the biggest thing ever. When I started back doing these shows, let's say 13, 14 days ago, and I, and I brought it back up, I, I just can't get around the gentrification. I can't get around biracial relationships. I mean, I have a lot of different, I have white people in my family. I have nieces and nephews that are half white and black. And I notice on social media when I do post things about it, you know, their moms, they don't really actually, you know, say nothing. You know, they, they, I mean, see, it's okay to lay with me. Because, you know, in the beginning, I, I didn't even date black men, I'll be honest. And I've told everybody out there in the whole world, my business is out there, simply because the only way that I can you know, effectively help people is to be honest. So it was a time where I only dated white guys. And then I had to turn around and I had to look. I said, you know, because I'm thinking like, oh, well, you know, my brothers, I don't even know why I was only dating white people. But it was just like something had to hit me to say, you know what, Gina, every man can be that way, can be wrong, cheat, run off, leave, all the extra. Everything a black man can do, Spanish men can do, white men do it. Chinese do it. Everybody do it. If you don't want to be bothered with your baby mama and you don't want to pay child support, that's it. It's not just black men. And and so I said, you know what? I got to switch the game up. I may be pro 
black now. And I know I'm going to get a lot of feedback, like what you said. You know, it's always nice to be courteous, and it's good to hear, you know, my sister, you, and us speaking this way so that people understand that we're not angry. <laughs> we're not, you know, racist. Because when you, you stand up and you say, well, I want my people to get together, then I'm getting a lot of, oh, well, it's human race. Well, you know, somebody commented on my, on my page, and he's been a friend for a long time. He's Caucasian. And he said, human race, and I did the video earlier on Facebook. And I had to say, you know, it, it perturbed me because it's like, okay, here you're a white man. You're telling me human race. You, you, want, you want to bring it to me like that. What is wrong with black people supporting black people? People have been doing it all along, but they didn't have to say it. See, I, we have to say it. Am I true? We have to say it because if we don't, then everybody's going to think that we're generalizing everybody. We don't have nothing. Well, I want to share this with you. I had a a neighbor tell me that he said this, and this man is Mexican-American. He said that they Mm -hmm. had a meeting on the Trump building the wall and ICE, um, you know, deporting so many um, Mexican immigrants or illegal immigrants, whatever they're calling them now. And he said to me that they decided that, hear me clearly, they needed to branch off into other civil rights movements. And they said how they will do that is they will will be, they're going to call themselves two things. When you're dealing with black people, call yourself a person of color. When you're dealing with Mexican-Americans and you're an illegal immigrant, then consider yourself first-generation Mexican-American. See, they're, 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 they're playing a dual role. What they're saying is use the black people. Use them and get what you need out of them and call yourself people of color when you're doing it. But when you're with us, call yourself first-generation Mexican-American. Now, what am I saying here? I'm saying to you the problem is this. And I don't care who don't like it. The black man has taken us down a road that has no end in its one way. And it's, it's a dreary, degenerate road. And when I say it's no end, I mean, I don't see any, any other route in sight to get off of this road as long as we follow him. See, because he, black power means or is indicative of Black male power. See, he wants to be in control, have his foot on the neck of the black woman and the children, and still mm-hmm. lay pipe wherever he wants with whatever race he wants. Now yeah. he'll talk that black yeah. power stuff all day, but he will get he will he will post up with a white chick with a quickness and then say, "Well, I'm not racist. I'm just for the liberation of mm-hmm. my people." No, see, he don't talk that shit when the police is beating on his head. You see, so I'm not going to get out here and boycott with Black Lives Matter for black men because white women need to do that. Latino women need to do that. These biracial women need to be on the front lines of Black Lives Matter, not me, the black woman. I don't need to do that. See, the women that the the bulk of these men spend their harmonious time with, that's who needs to be out there. As for me and my sisters, what we need to do, we need to count our losses, we need to cut our losses, 
And we need to understand that we have a history that is deeper, more resilient, and more vibrant than anybody on this earth. We are the first people on this earth. We built pyramids. Mm -hmm. We did everything. We had a culture across the globe. And what the white man wants to do is be us, the black woman. He wants Mm -hmm. to do that. He wants to have Angkor Wat and Teotihuacan and ancient Kemet and and India. He wants to have all those kinds of cultures around the world like black women did. But he can't reproduce himself like we can So the the sneaky thing that they do is they throw rocks at black women and hide their hands by getting Monique to do some silly shit like crushes. And I say to you, Monique is getting what she deserves. Stop playing roles like that and then expect us to come to your aid. I'm sorry. I can't help, Monique. That's right. You you portrayed me in a negative light. Now you want me to come to bat for you? I don't think so. So she's... You know, she's going to have to cut her losses, and that goes for all of the rest of them that are out here, housewives, households, I don't know, whatever they are. Let them keep doing them. And I'm saying the average black woman needs to get her money up, get her station up, stay strapped, get yourself a firearm, get it legally, get it registered, and work with your sisters, your mama your female members in your family that are black women, buy yourself some property so that you don't have to be a renter and see what Mm. you could do to get business within black female communities. You see, because here's what people understand now. You can't get no interest in nothing unless you see a black woman in it. They're not going to treat her right, right, but they need her for people to pay attention. They don't, they use the black man up. They get yeah. any time a man gives you his woman, you must know something is wrong with her. The white man has given the black yeah. man his woman. Why? Because he's yeah. trying to get his genome together. He knows the sun is is wreaking havoc on this earth with rays that are extremely strong. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm saying that the black man is no better than the white man when it comes to patriarchy and the maltreatment of people. The black man has no place in calling the white man on the carpet when he's an even bigger devil than the white man. So I'm not going to trash the white man because the black man is with his woman. What do you see? What do you see when you look on, on television and these shows and when you go out, you see a black man with everybody else's woman and you see the black woman with her mama, her children, her, you know, friends or whatever. That's the most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. So I'm saying he needs to be accountable for his own self. As for me, I'm for the black woman and her children. Whatever I can do to put a smile back on her face, that's what I'm going to do. You know what? We've run over, but I really appreciate you being here. I welcome you, Thank you. To take a look at the other shows I've done, and I'm inviting you to show, to show up any night that you want to. I'm doing this every night at 8 o'clock. We've, we've run over, come back. but that's okay. Please I do, will Sapphire. come back. My name is Sapphire. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. you. And everything that you said, I appreciate I you. Need, this is what I need. This is what I need. I need people to speak up. I'm going to go ahead and take it out, and, um, you know, you can, 
I don't know how we can hook up, but I'm on Facebook. I'm on the social me- networks. I would throw my number out there, but I don't want no hate. <laughs> That's okay. Is your is your but, is your Facebook linked up with your Blog Talk account? So, uh, yes, Regina White, community activist Regina White on Facebook. Go ahead, touch on into it, get with me, and we'll work, sister. Because I, I support you 100. Okay. percent I'm a, and you. I support you. <laughs> Same to you. you. I'll call back. Bye bye. Thank you. God bless. Bye bye. We're going to end this show tonight, and I want you guys to pay closer attention to what the sister said. It is 100% correct, okay? We're going to send off tonight's show. This is Gina's Rue Theory broadcasting live out of Victorville. I want you guys to have a blessed, peaceful night as well. Let's get it together. Let's make this world recognize who we really are, not the mainstream media. But let's let our people know that we're together. Let the world know we are together to the end. I'm signing off for tonight. This is Sheena. Much love to all of you guys. I hope you take a lesson from this tonight. It's very important. God bless and have a blessed night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.